This episode brought to you by Audible. Trial.com slash Horror Virgin. For 30 days free and a book to get you started, guys. And for your book recommendation, Mikey. Hi, welcome to Mikey's Book Corner. Today I'd like to recommend The Dog Stars by Peter Heller. I read it in uh, book form, but you would enjoy Ah. it audibly. It's about a guy and his dog, the post-apocalypse, and him finding happiness with what he has. There you go. Nice. So guys, check out The Dog Stars. And if you want 30 days free in a book to get you started on Audible... Go to audibletrial.com slash horror virgin. Yeah. This episode also brought to you by Nick, Nick B. B. Hey, Nick B. And not a website. Nick B. would love for you to check out God Country. It's a movie being made by our friends at the Modern Horrors Podcast. You can follow them at God Country Film. It's God Country Film on all the socials. And I believe the website is GodCountryFilm.com. This episode also brought to you by Carl. Carl. Hey, Carl. Welcome to the Cool Club. Carl didn't have anything specific he wanted to plug, but I do want you guys to check out his Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash Carlos M-O-L. Go check him out. Give him some love. Tell him you're also in the Horror Virgin family. Carl, yeah. mm. he's really nice to me, and I, I appreciate that. There's Carl's a lot a great of nice dude. people on the internet. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, everyone on Patreon's doing extra, right? Yes. Everyone that just tells people about the show, whether they support us monetarily or not, are doing extra, and we appreciate all mm-hmm. of you guys. Honestly, just listening is more than enough, so thank you guys really so much is. for that. Mm-hmm. But if you have some free time in your day and want to tell someone about the podcast, please do. That's great. It really helps us. Yeah, and speaking of, we're going to read one of our five-star reviews. Oh, also. yeah, Mikey. Yeah. Another fantastic way to support the podcast for free, and it really doesn't take hardly any time at all. All right, gather around the phone, everyone. Oh, geez. I feel like I'm in the olden days. So this week's review is by Pella Plainsian. I honestly think that's how you say it. That's Pella Plainsian. Yeah. Let's go through it, shall we? It's really long, so bear with me. I keep laughing at my desk at work, and my coworkers think I'm insane. You can get it five stars. I love it. Yeah, thank you so much for that review, Thank Pella you so much Plainsian. for the review, and if you guys want your review to get read... Leave a review. Yeah. Also, we are not responsible for anything that happens to you at work while you're listening to this podcast. No destruction of computers because you spit drinks out on them. We have you ever actually done computers. a spit take laughing at something? I haven't. I no. have. Have you? Yeah. How did she take it? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> hey, can we please bring the theme music in? I don't in? like yeah. any of this. <laughs> Let's get this started. of the podcast is now you and I talk and my Jen just comes in and yells every now and then. <laughs> oh my God. I'll do it. That Jen, could be our April Fool's Day prank. Jen, oh Jen had a God. traumatic brain injury, but we're going to keep her on the podcast. <laughs> very, very oh my God. That was terrifying. Welcome to the Horror Virgin, everybody. I think I'm Jen. I am a... Uh, shit. <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> You hey forgot I'm your Mikey. name, and I'm your horror virgin, Todd. And today we watched the movie April Fool's Day. Yeah, this movie was terrible. This is the last time we watched a movie that none of us have seen. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was interesting. What? I mean, it wasn't great. I don't love it, but I it also see- came out in 1986. That's true. Like, yeah, I give a lot of leeway to movies that came out in the 80s because a lot of them are bad. I mean, the ones you remember were amazing, like Ghostbusters and Back to the Future, but they were rare gems in a sea of shit. Yeah. For me, this was like so bad it's good kind of territory. That's okay. 
Honestly, yes. I was would, entertained by it. I would recommend you watch this movie, but no, it's to make fun of it. Oh, yeah. It almost reminded me of a not as funny Clue. Holy shit. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So if you took Clue, took all of the jokes out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then replaced Tim Curry with Biff Tannen. Then yes. you Then you have like, this Tannen movie. Biff really happy. Like Biff Tannen, like high on Xanax. Loved him in this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not even oh, yeah. joking. Yeah. Biff Tannen in this movie is amazing. Mm-hmm. He's and actually a stand-up comic or he's done some stand-up comic works. And if you Google Biff Tannen question song. It's really funny. It's Talk hilarious. It after. It's really just him answering questions that like <laughs> Back to the Future fans have been asking him for years. But he does it in a fun kind of welcoming way. I love yeah. it. It's it's very funny. It was really funny. But he, he was really gets to showcase his personality. I think in this one because in, mm-hmm. the, in the Back to the Future movies, he's the bad guy. Yeah, he's just an asshole yeah. through the whole movie. But yeah. in this, he's great. And, yeah, mm-hmm. in this movie, everyone's the asshole. Oh, that's true. Well, Let's... in this movie, the viewer is the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's get in this fucking movie. Okay. The movie opens, and you're immediately it... bored. <laughs> no, okay, so the no, movie opens It, it opens on, on Mary O'Reilly O'Toole doing an interview on the docks. Yeah, and it's like really grainy, shitty found footage from the 80s. Because they have a Betamax camcorder. <laughs> yeah, future porn director, I don't know, Baby Johnny Depp. I don't know, they all look the same, They man. all look the same, yeah. But yeah, so he, there's a guy filming, and she's talking about Mary O'Toole or whoever she is. Mary O'Reilly O'Toole. There it is. Mm-hmm. She's talking about how she's like this wholesome, lovely person who wants to hit, work with the handicapped, mm-hmm. and then she She's entering convent school, and then she says something that's and like, I fuck on the first date. And she fucks on the first date. Yeah. Yeah. And that's April to... Fools to us. And then oh. we, the cameraman learns what Zoom is. Oh, yeah. Dude, <laughs> this is immediately it's what I knew. <laughs> yeah. It does feel like Wayne's World on some level, except instead of Wayne's World, instead of Wayne and Garth, it's this chick's bush. And the whole movie does feel like a movie that was made for like, public access television. It does. It really feels like an expensive student film. And then it cuts to a real camera. Yes. Which is so much better. So what you have is a a doc full of young people, uh, four or five of them. There's so many characters in this movie. Yeah, but this is where they set up the premise. They set up that we're going to Muffy's Island Mm -hmm. and (laughs) staying for spring break. Mm -hmm. Muffy's Island. Her island cottage house. Muffy's Island sounds like the beginning of a Pornhub-like title. It really does, yeah. (laughs) Muffy's Island for spring break. Spring break at Muffy's Island. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So the next thing we cut to is Muffy in the basement of her summer house, and she is... In the basement of her summer house. Straightening up. She's dragging around some mannequins. It's just one mannequin. Yeah. She's like in the cellar Mm -hmm. setting up a mannequin and propping a window open. Yes. Yeah. And then... I have guests coming. You have to move the mannequin. Yeah, and I definitely want the basement to fill with, you know, strange animals and insects. She turns around and she sees a jack-in-the-box on the shelf, and she goes over and looks at it. And then we have a flashback. Flashback! It's a birthday party, and it says April Fool's Day, and I guess this is like the title card of the movie. But so it's, we assume it's her, but all we can see are a close-up of the eyes. Like strangely close-up on like a six-year-old's eyes. Yeah, and only one also. Only one what? Only one kid opening these birthday presents. Yeah, this comes back How many on. kids normally open birthday presents at their birthday? Do you if not remember there are the premise? twins, yeah. there are two kids. You realize that there aren't twins, though. I know, what but the saying, movie's trying to tell us there are twins. Yeah, the movie gives it away right here in the beginning. Yeah. There was never any twins. I never thought there was a twin. <laughs> I mean, it could have been. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. So this birthday party has, like, random older people, and they're eating In cake. suits? Yeah. It, it looks Did like you see any other kids? No. 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 It looks like an Easter Sunday party. Yeah. It looks like a human sacrifice. <laughs> mm, that's not what they look like. What? <laughs> How do you know that? 
Uh, so anyway, I know all about Isaac and his son. <laughs> so she's opening her present, and uh, she pulls out this creepy Jack in the Box, which yeah, has because, little ducks on the side. Uh, this is why no kids wanted to go to her party. Yeah, her parents are the worst. And these are the presents that seventy-year-olds give kids on their birthdays. Yeah. Oh, I had this Jack in the Box when I was but a wee girl in in eighteen ninety. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I made it with my bare hands, and so she opens it, and so flashback Muffy is like rubbing it against her cheek and like slowly I don't think she's rubbing it against her cheek she's, <laughs> she's not like licking the side of it it's definitely not. a sexual jack it was in the box weird. element she was putting it like up against her ear to hear the music she's or something she just really wanted to savor it actually what she wanted to do she didn't want it to pop up so I think she was trying to do it as slow as she could and just stop it right before it reached the pop up section of the jack in the box you gotta be careful about that yeah you gotta be careful when you don't it pops want up, a little ladies. jack in the box is coming around. Yeah, 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 you got a mess on your hands. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so the jack in the box, and ironically, the monster that comes out of the jack in the box is a small flesh colored monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back. I'm going to say it doesn't look like a penis, and I'm going to say it looks like the alien popping out of the alien. It does it look does, like the yeah. alien from Aliens. Which yeah. is also around the same time, right? And also kind of looks like a penis. And I only know this from Spaceballs, though, because they sort of reprise it in Spaceballs. Like, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, yes. my ragtime gal. Yeah. So it cuts back to... And she's like, oh. Reality. Like, ah, this is the worst present ever. And then we pause. We're like, those that family's really mean, because that's yeah. her only birthday present. Yeah. And she's rich. She should have friends all around her trying to glom onto money. She should have all the Barbies and the dream house and the She car does have a lot of kids. Barbies. She we'll does. talk about that later. But they look like homemade Barbies. Like when you actually look at their faces, they look weird. I don't look at Barbie I think right they're house face. poor because they bought an island and they don't have a lot of liquid income. Well, that's island poor. And yeah, they don't need liquid poor. income because the house is surrounded by water. Yeah. Duh. I, I don't like that. Stop being, and not only is it surrounded by water, they've got a well. They do have a well. It's fine, yeah. Mikey. What you and thinking? it totally doesn't have dead bodies in it at oh all. It actually doesn't, Jen. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we'll get there. Anyway, so that's like the first scene, right? She's setting up, and then we cut back to them on the dock, and then people are arriving. And honestly, it's nine college-age students. They're about to graduate, but they all look alike, and they're all sort of annoying. Various stereotypes, too. There's like kind of bitchy girl, and then there's prude who wears a lot of denim. Although <laughs> everyone wore. Denim. Everywhere, and There's one of them has everywhere. a doily. This may have on been filled denim? in. <laughs> yeah, one of them had a doily stapled to her it's denim jacket. There's a lot of vest. This basically is like a, it looks like a two hour long Pepsi commercial from the 80s. Yeah. yeah. You have like the most generic looking 80s group of people of all time. Yeah, you I do. mean, the only one you're going to recognize is Biff Tannen. You've got Loose Morals Girl, who already gave the interview at the beginning. Yeah, she's the one who fucks on the first date. Yeah, you've got Super Prude, who shows up. She's mm-hmm. got books. What a nerd. She yeah. looks like uh, Bobo Helen Hunt. Yeah, she does look like Bobo Helen Hunt. And then you've got all American couple. The the stupid wannabe doctor and uh, his girlfriend. And his yeah. future trophy wife right. girlfriend. Yeah. Who and, oh. and that actress was also was the final girl in Friday the 13th part two. Oh, and there's also a country hick guy who you know is oh, a country yeah. hick because yes. he says, I'm a country hick, and then he talks in he an accent. He literally says that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, future Southern you must politician. think I'm a country hick. Yeah, because I sound and act just like one. And I'm from the South and I'm a hick. Alright, so they're on the ferry and oh, okay, we've also, so we've got Biff, and then we've got like mini Biff. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then there's um, Glass's emo cameraman guy who's hitting on bathing suit Afghan. He girl. looks like a bobo young Johnny Depp. He does, yes. I called him Block of Sunglasses or something. I really that like, was it. I love that. <laughs> yeah. But I really liked his Ray-Bans. I did too. And yeah, he, everyone likes his Ray-Bans. That's why Ray-Bans are still like some very expensive sunglasses to this day. Yeah, that and Tom Cruise. Well, no, that's why they took off because he wore them in Top Gun. Isn't it Risky Business? Yeah, Risky Business. Oh, no, no, no. It was Risky Business. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. But you're right. He wore the aviators in aviators Top, yes. Top Gun. Yeah. The, the oh aviators, yeah. You think Ray-Bans is behind his whole career? Hmm. I know they're behind the Church of Scientology. Are they really? Yeah. Interesting. No! Oh. <laughs> Why would they? <laughs> well, I don't know. If you put the glasses on, then you can <laughs> see, see clear. The yes! <laughs> That's how you can do, see the next level. I do level. love that you can see Thetans with Ray-Bans. Yeah. Like, we're confusing 13 ghosts with Scientology. <laughs> I you love it. You have to pay that $50,000 to get to the level where they give you the Ray-Bans. The, the ghost Thetan bands. Ray-Bans. They're called ghost bands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now that you've paid a million dollars, welcome to this clear house. We're going to yeah. give you the gla- your Ray-Bans to see the Thetans inside the Just house. Just a bunch of idiots wandering around in sunglasses, like, sitting on the floor. We're sitting on a gold mine! <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, there's, I think, five guys and four girls and that's the nine people on the ferry going to Muffy's Island. Yes. And only one's a couple. Like one, only one's a true couple. So one's it's not an a official weird couple. situation. Yeah, for some the of them pair person. off a little bit later but mm-hmm. it is just stupid wannabe doctor and his trophy wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Soon to be trophy wife. I like doctor guy. He's got a lot of problems. I, I hated doctor guy yeah. so much. Oh. I hated everyone in this movie but I yeah. at least liked him I guess. This no, movie is 1000% like white privilege the murder mystery. Yes it is. <laughs> like, it's Absolutely. horrible. Like this would definitely be a lifetime movie in which someone has filed a lawsuit against all the other children (laughs) because they're like why would they do that over the spring break? I can't believe rich people. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah, like his biggest problem is that he got into co- to medical school and uh, no, he his... didn't get in. No, he did get in. No, he didn't get in. He didn't get in. No, oh, he didn't his get in. Because says he was too silly. Yeah, he's not serious enough. Oh. And meanwhile, we never see him even make a fucking joke in this movie. <laughs> I know. He's all morose and he's shit just about not getting mope the whole time. He didn't get into med school. I like... honestly think he. It's not that he didn't get in. It's that they hadn't accepted him yet because they mentioned early acceptance. He didn't get early acceptance mm. because he wasn't serious enough, but he still can get in. Yeah, right. With he just has to acceptance. prove he can be serious. Does, yeah. This explains why he's serious the whole time, because he's sad. Right? I just think he's real dumb. Like, yeah. I think cognitively he's slow. No, like, things, the choices that he makes in this movie show you that he is not bright. No, 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 no. He First off, the advisor did say he had the grades to get into med school. I remember the conversation. Yeah. Second, just because he said he's too silly, there are silly doctors. What about Patch Adams? Yeah. I met Patch Adams. Did you really? The real yeah. Patch Adams, though, the right? Not Robin Williams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't like? met Robin Williams. He was great. See, Very there you go. Me. Was he wearing a big red nose? He had one and put it on. He also That's called awesome. the president a murderer in a room full of fourth graders. Anyway. There are funny doctors. This one is not funny. Patch Adams is not funny? No. no. <laughs> the doctor in this movie. So everyone's on the ferry and they're playing. They start playing the stretch game, which I'm trying to figure out. They what never actually the tell you how to play the stretch, stretch game, game but it is? seems like one of them throws the knife mm-hmm. and it sticks into the ferry and then they have to like reach out and grab it without moving their feet. Yeah. I don't really quite understand the and premise of this game, but the switchblade knife, it's so weird. The it entire weird. point of the stretch game is for there to be a plausible reason that someone would throw a knife around someone else. Why wouldn't you just be like Because they're setting up an April Fool's Day joke. No, yeah. I mean, like wouldn't the obvious be like let's try to throw the knife and see who's more accurate? Like bolt like yeah. like darts? Yeah, but then you have to have a target. Like, the stretch game, you can play wherever you are. The prank could be the guy accidentally walking by the target and getting hit with the knife. I mean, you put an apple on your head. Oh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. 
There's literally millions of ideas that are better than the Anyway, so they're throwing <laughs> the knife into the ferry, and the other mm. one tries to reach out and grab it, and they pretend to get into a fight. And they keep falling over because they can't reach it because somebody, right. yeah. Yeah, Biff and then, Tan had terrible And then Biff game. gets mad, mm-hmm. and he throws the knife at the, the guy who we think is the cousin, <laughs> and it goes in his stomach, and he yeah, falls he goes, off the ferry into the water. Yeah. And everyone loses their shit, like, oh my God, what's happening? And there's two, two guys jump in after him. Yes, it's like the boat workers. <laughs> it pushes Biff out of the way and then dives yeah, into Biff's the like, water. I'm going to do I'm going to go and they're yeah. like, no, Biff. Yeah. I still like the movie at this point because I thought this movie was going to be about a bunch of people accidentally dying on April Fool's Day, which like sounded funny. I don't know. I did some research on this, so I kind of knew what was going to happen. I it. honestly thought he may have died. Yeah, I did too. I mean, the, the kill the looks effective. had been goofy enough, too, that I would buy this goofy kill, too. You know? Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. I bought all the goofy kills in this movie. I was like, yeah. this movie's so dumb. Anyway, yeah. so the two boat workers that jump in to save this guy are like, we mm. can't find him, we can't find him. And then you see him climbing up the boat laughing like, ha, 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 we got you stupid April Fool's Day. You know what's not funny? Pretending to fake your death on April Fool's Day. You know what else isn't funny? People who, for their wedding proposal, fake their death. Have you seen that? Wait, what? Yeah, you can go on YouTube and see, like, the the one that I remember very vividly is a guy who's, like, on I think, like, a three-story roof, so it's not super high, but he's on the roof and he's proposing to his wife, or who becomes his wife, and he, like, bobbles the ring, like, pretends like he's dropping it. I saw that. And he falls off the roof. Mm-hmm. And she thinks, you know, this guy she loves and is about to propose just died in front of her eyes. Mm-hmm. And then she looks over and sees the will you marry me on the street. And he's like in this those big blow up inflatable pads. Don't do that. Yeah, shit. don't. That's real stupid insane like you're yeah. putting your loved one through a huge emotional trauma uh-huh. real fast before they have to make a very important life decision yeah and you are giving them a very good reason to say no uh-huh absolutely <laughs> and you might actually die yes and then you're screwed uh, yeah what so the next thing that happens is boatman is jumping into the water trying to lasso the boat no he's like to i'm gonna dock. tie the boat off yeah which is a boat thing to do which well, is also something you don't do from the water no you, you wait don't. till you're close enough and then throw the rope around the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. I and apologize. the reason you don't do that is because you get squished by the boat and you the You might get a very painful boat kiss. You, yeah. The best part is the boat's slowly creeping. He's trying to toss it up <laughs> and he never looks by, behind yeah. him. In Austin Powers, there's that scene where like the steamroller is like moving <laughs> yeah. closer and closer <laughs> and he's like, no! And then it yeah. goes a wide shot and it's really far away <laughs> uh-huh. and he's like, move, move! I felt like this was like that scene. Like yeah. Austin Powers ripped off this for that but made it actually good. And the whole time we're talking about this, there's like a boat captain. He's like a salty old boat captain. Uh-huh. Like he wouldn't let that guy do that. He wouldn't, but he wasn't watching until the very end. And he says, no! And he tries to run down and like save him somehow. But yeah, he gets squished by the boat. He does. And he pops back up. And in this being squished by the boat and the dock, his eye popped out. Yeah. It got now pulled he's... out by the either the boards or the boat or something. I don't think that that's what would happen if your head got squished. I don't no, think so but either. hear me out. Like if you're going to be a legit sailor, you're going to want an eye patch. This is how you get promoted. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> in, yeah. in that world. Yeah, I yeah. know you thought that was weird that I told you to get in the water and do that, but now you're first mate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Matey. Matey. You get your Are own you going to be needing an eye patch? <laughs> anyway, so they pull him up onto the boat and he's running around the boat, <laughs> eye hanging out of his eye socket. And the, the boat captain is like dragging him around and he throws it into like a <laughs> yeah. motorboat. Well, After like flinging him all around yeah. the dock. Yeah, and then the sheriff's hanging out 
his little motorboat like oh my god I, I was here just coincidentally yeah comes over with his motorboat the pirate captain punches him in the face and throws him into that boat and then switches boats with the sheriff for some reason and, and then steals he takes the off yeah. that is insane yeah. in accordance with boat law I get to commandeer your boat man. it's a lake I don't understand what's going on <laughs> it is a lake what is happening I mean yeah. you can still have boats on lakes yeah but not like I don't know not pirates of maritime law I don't know this was like Pirates of the Caribbean too much for me this was like Pirates of the Caribbean I was about to say Mikey it's a lot like Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> So anyway, the nine people that are crossing over to Muffy's Island mm-hmm. are just the, like, oh, I'm sure he'll be fine. Oh, We're yeah, going to go fine. and have a fun spring We're break. We're rich and we don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. spring break. Yeah. yeah. And then they walk out. They're like, he's probably getting really good medical care. Oh, yeah. He's fine. Yeah. So they get to the island and it looks kind of shitty and run down when they pull up. And then they're standing on the beach and the constable's like, OK, I'm going to take your boat and go back to the mainland to check on this guy. And this is when she says where she's got the keys to the boat it's yeah. in the kitchen i think under a cushion or something I don't something know. like that yeah. yeah so he takes the boat and i thought this was the only boat they had on the island so i was like oh that's why they can't get off the island but there's another boat there's one canoe that's flooded with water mm. and then there's another motorboat but they don't really talk about it yeah then they go to the fancy house they get in their two vans and their their old truck it's like bella's truck from twilight so this girl has got this it is. super fancy not that house. i've seen that movie no not that i have either <laughs> <laughs> but and they also have like an old Dodge Caravan. Yeah. They're like the wealthiest people in Maine at this point. They're driving like an old mansion poor. I yeah, think. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. They're like, we had this Dodge Caravan assembled by hand on the island. Yeah. It's antique. <laughs> by children of another country. Oh, uh, And then we killed them in the well. Okay, so then they go into the fancy house and they're all wandering around. Um, and they Are they wandering around? I thought they were just like, don't they just like hang out and drink champagne and then at seven they go to bed? <laughs> no, they go into the dining room, which is set with paper plates and paper cups and a mm-hmm. spork yeah there is and, a spork yeah and, uh, and barbies yes and champagne mm-hmm. and everyone gets their barbie that looks like them mm-hmm. and then uh also the whole house looks like a creepy dollhouse from like the 1800s and it looks like a shitty place to spend spring break i don't know i think the house looks kind of i mean it's a fancy house it's just an old fancy house like it's a big fancy house. house the inside isn't awesome no, but the outside's no. pretty great you can definitely tell they like they looked at it on airbnb and was like that's gonna be awesome and then like it was all like photoshop yeah it's like haunted too is like it? there's lots of like afghans on beds and stuff fun That's fact true. it's a doily heavy movie it is okay so then they're making dinner in the uh kitchen and they're making like hot dogs they say they make some joke about like a pe- somebody tonight's gonna pull their penis out and then they show a hot dog coming out of the uh the, <laughs> the package bag, yeah. right into the frying yeah, they're, pan they're making uh franks and beans yeah so the girls are in the um the kitchen, the kitchen. taking their cosmos because it's quiz. the 80s and that's where they belonged in the 80s apparently um i know but well, people in the- i'm on your side Jen <laughs> or it's just a house party and a lot of people hang out in the kitchen at house parties that's true it is all the women what Where were the men are doing the men though at this point they're watching football are they just really genderist I know that's why I said it they're not actually watching football that's just there's, there's no cable on this island because it's the worst island ever it is the worst island ever yeah the ladies are in the kitchen taking their Cosmo quiz which is oh that's a what very they were doing. sexual yes. Cosmo quiz well it's Cosmo of course it's very sexual yeah yeah man I liked Cosmo for a while but every article even the ones that are about like serious 
stuff always comes back to like how to make your man have an orgasm. What making your man have an orgasm is is like standard. Oh yeah, it's also the easiest thing. That's what I'm saying. Like that's definitely going to happen anytime you have sex. The real trick is to I figure out how to have an orgasm yourself. Well, ladies. that's true. How to wear your eyeshadow so you can find your G spot later. All <laughs> how to create a smoky eye so you can find your G spot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where to register to vote so you can find your G spot later. Man, I don't know any of these positions. Okay, so they're taking their Cosmo quiz. <laughs> It's going to be insane. <laughs> and the questions are like real graphic. They really are. And that's what Cosmo quiz questions are like. Lots but it of got times. like more graphic as it was like, when was, when was the last person? It was like, A, I kissed him. It was like, B, we had sex. And it was like, C, we involved farm animals. And they're like, <laughs> I don't know which one I'd pick. What's B again? <laughs> yeah. One was like super painful and I wasn't into it. That was A. The second one was like B. Um, oh, it was right, okay, question- but I really love him. <laughs> that, <laughs> C was that- like, it's great. And I had an orgasm. Like those are the saddest choices ever. Well, it was like the first time you had sex, what was it like? That was the yeah. question, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the second question was like, well, what are the things what you want to experiment? What have you not tried yet, but, but you're super curious about? That's it. Yeah, and it was like everything. Like, there were like, I think you got all the way down to F. Yeah, there were a lot of things. By the way, the F was for the fucking. Above. <laughs> I remember... A was for anal. I remember that one for sure. No, B was for anal. How do you know which one it was? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm interested in is a loving, supportive relationship. I don't know what number that was. but Mikey is single. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> I don't think Cosmo is a test for you. (laughs) All right. So then we cut from the kitchen scene to the dinner scene, right? Yes. This actually was sort of, I think, a cool scene. Hold on. Before that happened, we had um, not Biff talking about his daddy issues and his sensitive dad. No, it was the cousin. He's outside talking Mm -hmm. to no one. He's like, you know who I hate? My My father. father. (laughs) Yeah, bro. I can really. Yeah. And Prudy Helen Hunt is just sitting there like, I can't tell if I'm into this or if it's really. Yeah, She's like, we've never met. Yeah. what what is going on? How much on? have you had to drink? I'm going to go to dinner. You should probably come. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the scene, I wanted her to be like, oh, shit. Were you talking to me this whole time? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I have no idea what you're talking about. He's, he's like, yeah. mm-hmm. I hate my father. She's reading Paradise Lost. <laughs> she and is, I, yeah. And, and when she mentioned Paradise Lost, I was like, found it. It just made me really miss Nathan from. Mm, uh, we love you, Nathan. <sighs> Nathan would have destroyed all of these idiots. Yeah. Nathan would know how to kill all of these people very easily. That's Nathan, the- I love you. We got to interview Nathan. Yeah. I love Nathan so much. We're talking about Nathan from Leslie Vernon, guys. Uh-huh. Check out Leslie Vernon. He is a monster in it. He's amazing. He is, yeah. So, he would have taken all these morons out. Oh, I love Nathan. I mean, right. these guys are pretty dumb. It wouldn't be that hard. I'm That's true. Sure, like, you, me, and Tom Yeah, Muffy could trick them all. And speaking of Muffy tricking them all, at the dinner, she tricks a lot of them. Well, no, she tricks all of them in various tricks. The first one is, as they're talking about eating Franks and beans, like, what are the beans going to make us do? And mm-hmm. one of the chicks sits on a whoopee cushion. And then they all sit on whoopee cushion. No, it's just one. Just is one. it just one? It's just one. Fu- they're like, That's a fart. <laughs> and they're like, Do <laughs> 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 oh, you guys remember when whoopee cushions were hilarious? Yeah, me neither. How delightfully droll. But then Biff sits back in his chair and his chair legs give out. Uh-huh. I thought this was pretty cool. Like pop back in. Yeah, and it reminded the, me of Nathan because he does something like that in Leslie Vernon. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so good. But yeah, the chair sits back up by itself. It's very cool. Uh-huh. And Biff's like, oh. And then she pours them all champagne <laughs> uh-huh. and then does a sort of but nice she doesn't toast. drink it. And I thought she was going to poison them all. Yeah, we were expecting actual violence at any point in this film. Mm-hmm. It never happens. It never happens. Yeah. yeah. But all of the glasses are, I guess, sabotaged. To, yeah. Instead of going up to the lip and then into your mouth, it actually goes out the side onto your clothing. Uh-huh. I just do that normally. I'm just like, <laughs> I've seen you drink. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sorry. Just like regular things. Not even alcohol. No, it's like water. 
Yeah. Yeah. But you drink the water first. Water first, then take the pill. No, we're not going to. You guys are monsters. I want to go down that road today. (laughs) This is where Muffy says... April Fool's Day or April, April Fool's. Fool's Day, bitches. Something like that. Yeah. Whatever she says. And then they talk forever. I don't know because the sound levels were so low throughout the film I could barely hear anybody. Yeah. It's a really slow, bad version of Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's way less interesting than Bernie. And less people die in this movie. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Spoilers, guys. Um, so God. then they have really long speeches. They talk about how nobody knows what they're going to do after college because really their dads are going to take care of all of them and give them trust funds so they don't have to worry about it. Except at this point in the dinner, the group was like, oh, except for yeah. what's his face, the doctor guy, he got into med school and he's like, "Yeah, I didn't get into med school. Mm-hmm. They said I was too silly. <laughs> I'm not serious enough. I'm not serious enough. I've never heard of that being your rejection letter for no. early entry into medical school. No, that's dumb. And I know a lot of doctors. But no, he didn't get a rejection letter. He just his advisor is like, "Oh, you're too silly for med school." Yeah, you've got to yeah. buckle down, son. Because as a teacher, when people come to you and be like, "You want to point out personal characteristics of their personality that make them keep them from being successful," they're like, "I'm sorry that you know you're too nice to people to be successful." <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Todd. You're too fat for med school. <laughs> it's like I've never heard of someone being too silly to do any job. That's yeah. college advisor, but you're too empathetic for med school. You'd <laughs> fail. Yeah. You fake your death too much to be a doctor. <laughs> but his girlfriend's nice. They she has hitched her train to that wagon. Why? She's hitched her wagon to that med school. I yeah. have a different approach. She just really likes him and was very supportive of him throughout this week where he was really depressed that he found out he didn't get She can't wait to get that alimony check, man. Yeah, she knows she's oh, going to be replaced on. by a younger version you in 10 years. so <laughs> cynical. Yeah. It's almost like I'm the only one that's been divorced. Well, okay, what bugged me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. There's probably a lot of truth to that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but she also, like, they keep talking about his career. Like, what, is she in college? What's she doing? She's in college. They actually talk about yeah, that. Yeah, she got What's that MRS degree. Oh, my Exactly. God. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And she's got to do everything she can to get her man through med school. None of this is implied even. Subtext. All uh-huh. of it's subtext. Yeah. I yeah. Break bread. She's got to do- have sex. <laughs> She's got to give him some sad doing it on the dock so he can get over his not getting into med school problem. Maybe she just wanted to do it on the dock. Yeah. She's got agency. Nobody wants to do it on the dock, Mikey. I do. I want to do it on the dock. Digging on the dock of the bay. Watching the bodies under the dock. <laughs> yeah, that's Oh, cool. yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, we're not to the dock dicking yet. And then everybody goes to their rooms because it's 7 o'clock and that's what you do after you have your yeah, fancy it's dinner. Very Very late for these rich white people. So they're all going up to their rooms and they start to couple off. Obviously, the dumb wannabe doctor and his girlfriend are in their own room. Mm -hmm. But also Bobo Johnny Depp, the guy with the camera Mm -hmm. and the cute one. I think she's the cutest one. Doily jacket. Yeah, the doily jacket chick kind of couple up. Cleopatra necklace. I I think it is Nikki. (laughs) That necklace could have blown her over. Like she (laughs) she's so tiny and she's wearing this huge fucking necklace. If she went swimming, she would have sunk to the bottom. Yeah, she would have died. So uh, Bobo Johnny Depp and the chick with a doily jacket pair off. Yeah. Biff and the cousin end up in the same room. Um, no, Biff and um, the emo cameraman guy, that's where they oh, are. Yeah. They're, because remember, they're trying. He goes out and has sex with her later. But they're rolling around on the bed now oh God, and they're talking right. about how they're sharing a room, but it's okay because I'm probably going to stay in Nikki's room. And he does. And he does. That's yeah. why I guess they didn't pair and off. Biff's yeah, cool. you're right. He's a supportive. He's like, yeah, go get it, brother. Although then Biff, once everyone's in their room, goes trolling for booty. <laughs> he really does. 
from room to room and walks in on Nikki and Bobo Johnny Depp banging in the strangest position ever. And I've read the Kama Sutra. That position is not sexable. No, Jen said this during the movie. She said they look like the thing where it's splitting into two people. It does. Mm -hmm. There's just legs everywhere. It's like like the thing sex. It's like crab sex. Crab thing sex. In bed. Oh, that's how you get crabs. (laughs) (laughs) This doesn't make any sense. This is a spring break where they haven't drank enough. And then there's like a formal pairing off at the end. I felt like it was more like a, I don't know what was going on. It's like rom-com pair off kind of stuff. Like everybody's having fun, you know? Well, and they're also finding out that their rooms are also pranked. Yes. So like Biff's door handle slides off in his hand and he can't open the door. Mm-hmm. He's got um, the backwards chair in his room too. Right. right. The backwards chair or the chair that makes him fall? Chair that makes him fall backwards. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. And then the, the, in the dumb wannabe doctor and girlfriend room, there's like the painting with the, the eyes. Yes. And they move the painting into just that cat it's, with the eyes. And, and I really and liked that. I thought that, that was, was funny. funny. Yeah. The cat. Mm-hmm. Is it Felix? I believe so. All right, cool. Yeah. So their room actually had the... Who's their room? The doctor... Boring couple. Brooding doctor. Well, you meant to say it was dumb wannabe doctor and girlfriend and future no. trophy wife brooding sad doctor who's coming to terms with the reality of a situation and supportive girlfriend who's just too silly who's had a problem for the first time in his entire life oh my god you guys they're just people this is the first time he hasn't been handed something and he's right. brooding about it yeah we don't know he could be on scholarship and the we problem is silliness from, like the mean gritty streets yeah. of baltimore <laughs> he killed a man <laughs> He like pulled himself up by his bootstraps, has no idea how he got invited to an island spring break party, and we're shaming this man. Yes, yes. <laughs> he found a beautiful woman to support him, and she's like, you know, he came from nothing, has no support. Maybe that's why they decide to prank these two people. Maybe oh, they're not they're, in the one percent. They're not, they're not old money. That's what it is. Mm, oh, my God. It's like an elaborate hazing thing. Either so, way, I hate and them. And if they could have figured it out, they got invited to the country club dinner. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a really fucked up version of like Michael Douglas's The Game. Yeah. But, but <laughs> for like it is. people. It is like that. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie though. I love that yeah. movie. So anyway, yeah, yeah, go on. So anyway, in that in that room they had the best prank because he goes he's super brooding hard. And oh goes, yeah, and they're almost naked. Like he's wearing the loosest tidy whities yes. I've ever seen in my life to the point where they look like an ill-fitting diaper on a toddler. They really do. There are some men that can pull off some tidy whities Walter White being one of them. Yeah, but I mean that's the thing is like you, that's the underwear you turn to when you're brooding and sad no it's not yeah no <laughs> that's your man should wear underwear? tidy whities you don't yeah. wear them until you that's your lowest point that's the whole point that's how you know you've hit rock bottom when yeah. you have to put them no on. rock bottom is sweatpants that no longer fit with nothing underneath them you mean that's like, rock bottom that's like every day for me am i just living rock bottom yes oh. i like baggy sweatpants <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he goes like- to turn off the lamp and the light. <laughs> so he I'm just sorry. has to parade I'm around sorry. the room in these whitey tidies fixing these lamps. Because as he turns off the lamp, another light in the room goes on. Yeah. And so he has to go turn that one off and then vice versa. And, and just it's all a around cute the room. scene because she starts laughing in bed and he's mm-hmm. trying to be like sad, but he starts laughing. It is funny. It's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it is funny. And it brings them closer together. Yeah. As a dumb wannabe doctor and trophy yeah. wife. Yeah. Can we just all hate Muffy together? I mean, I don't like Muffy. But I don't like any kid, of these people. These people. No, I like some of them. I like Biff. I kind of like Nikki and Flock of Sunglasses guy. Yeah, Flock of Sunglasses is pretty great. No, team team, doc, team doctor. I even kind of like Helen Hunt because she's so over the top in her like She's super sadness. busy reading Paradise Lost. Mm-hmm. Found it. <laughs> I love you, Nathan. Hey, Nathan. Oh, and so there are some other clues in the bedroom. Like Southern Politician Man opens 
opens uh, the closet and he sees like six killed in car crash. Oh, I and do then, declare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do ha- declare a murder happened. There has been another murder. So Bobo Lindsey Graham is like opening different <laughs> places in his room and there are like news articles about murders or yeah. just mm-hmm. suspicious deaths. I hope there was a hamster that lived in here and not murders everywhere. <laughs> Why do you want a hamster in here? Because that's what they poo on. Yeah. They poo oh. on newspaper. <laughs> Get the joke. Ha <laughs> ha. I, I do a good southern one. You do, yeah. Well, I mean, we live in Nashville. I'm that's from true. Mississippi. Mississippi. That makes sense. <laughs> That makes a lot of sense now. So, Jen, do you know why these articles are there? I didn't know. I think it's just to freak them out. Like, there's another one, um, Nikki. At the end, they have this big reveal, like, all of these pranks and what they meant to people. And, like, half of them didn't make any sense. Right. Yeah, I Afghan don't feel like this Nikki, pays off at all. It, mm, yeah, not really. Afghan Nikki, like, her water fountain sprays <laughs> all over. Uh, this <laughs> is an amazing nationality. This is yeah. someone who's wearing an Afghan on her jean jacket. Yeah, it's, like, stapled to her jean jacket. She's yeah. not from Afghanistan. Uh, poor fashion choice. She Nikki. looks like '80s Beauty and the Beast. Like if like a piece of furniture came. There alive. was an '80s Beauty and the Beast with Ron Perlman. It's amazing. <laughs> it may be early. Oh yeah, 90s. Linda I Hamilton. Apologize. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Nikki opens her drawer and she pulls out some bondage gear and she's like, Ugh. yeah, it's a uh, harness oh. and uh, those are the the handcuffs for the harness. Yeah, that's like the wrist strap thing. I'm ass- oh, I thought I'm those were the constables. Todd's friend told him. Yeah, right? I, I have a friend who's um, may or of- may not have <clears throat> dabbled in this. I don't yeah. have enough sex to specialize. <laughs> Listen, if it's happening, I'm just happy to be on the team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just happy to be there. I came here to play. Put me in, coach. <laughs> I'm ready to fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and so then we see Sad Jen hates us. Oh, yeah. Jen, no, I don't hate you. Whenever we're talking about bondage gear and or just happy to be having sex, Jen's just over here shaking her head. S-M-H. It is my job on this podcast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Sad Helen Hunt hears what is supposed to be a baby crying, but does not sound it like what baby cries. It 1,000% sounds like a baby crying. What I thought was it, it that somebody yeah. had gotten into all of the bondage gear and was making the sounds that you might hear when somebody has been experimenting with that because it sounds... No, it sounds 1,000% like a baby. Alright, so she opens up the closet and there's a tape of a baby playing, which is going to come back because she gets pretty upset about no, it. No, she bursts into tears right now. Oh, does she? Yeah. That's right, for reasons. And we're like, is this all on purpose? We're just confused the whole movie. Yeah, yeah because that's the only one that really seems to have any kind of connection. And I think it was an accident. Yeah, everybody else is like, what is all this She's stuff? Like, yeah, what's going oh, on? I forgot Helen Hunt had an abortion when I yeah. put the baby tape in the well, room. And we don't I know that at this to. point either. So we're like, we have no idea what's going on. I right. mean, I'm sure you can sort of extrapolate that by seeing what happens, but it, they do confirm. Oh, I don't later. think yeah. she did it on purpose. I think she just randomly put shit in room. Exactly. But, oh, yeah. I don't think it was malicious. She's like, oh. All right. So then we have drunk Ryan. Um, who's drunk Ryan? Yeah, who's drunk Ryan? Ryan is cousin drunk I hate my daddy (laughs) who is oh was this when he goes to the boathouse yeah he's still before cutting some grass to go smoke it like it's weed but I think it's poison ivy if we go back he wasn't at the dinner party no he wasn't he was drinking on the porch the entire time and Helen Hunt was tired of hearing about his bullshit so she went into the dinner party she puts her book away, puts the bookmark down. She's like, I'm not your therapist. I'm going to go have some beanie weed. I don't yeah. charge hourly. She kept like holding the book higher and higher over her face so that he would see that she was reading. In the business, we call that the book off. <laughs> Is it really? I have received many a book offs. Yeah. I've given many book offs that didn't work. <laughs> there was a guy that I used to go out to the pool. <laughs> pool and read and this guy would come out and just endlessly tell me stories about his dating life and I would just like be turning pages in his face and like oh my mm-hmm. god I'm that guy mm-hmm. except you like pop your hips so it dangles <laughs> <laughs> I know how you work 
Gross. What's dangling? My tiny wife. It's all about that BDE, Jen. <laughs> all right, so Drunk Ryan goes down to the boathouse after cutting a tiny piece of grass for some reason. Is that yeah. what weed looked like in the 80s? I think yeah, it was, it was real weak. It's not the good shit they have now, I guess. It's just like cilantro, like growing yeah. on the side of the house. <laughs> so he goes down to the boathouse, and he's just creepily wandering around, and then a cat gets thrown at him, and then he gets grabbed from behind, and then we're, yes. we are led to believe that he is dead. We assume he dies, yeah. Yes. If I had not read what I had read, I would have bought that they were all dead, and maybe they just didn't have the budget to show the deaths. You know? They don't show any of the deaths in this movie. They don't, movie. yeah. There's no action in this movie at all, except no. in the boat when the boat squishes the guy. Yeah, not really. We don't even see and that. We don't even see that. We just see that hit the dock. Mm-hmm. But that's the most action we see in the whole movie. <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. We see a boat bump, and that's it. I don't know. There's a well scene. There's a little action in that well scene. Yeah, that. if you think that what's going on in that well is real, it's a little eerie. Like, I, Oh, yeah. I don't like well. It, that it, scene is why this movie's not a one for me. Yeah. What? It yeah. messed with This me. movie's not a one for you? It's very I, close I to it. We'll, we'll get, get there. to it. But like, why? Okay. When we get to the well scene, I have some thoughts. So then I wrote down morning weirdness because it's just a bunch of bizarre shit happening in the morning. So we walk down and we see Biff in cutoff shorts with like lacy flowered trim on the bottom. And then Muffy. Listen, Buff is very secure with who he is as a man. Biff. <laughs> <laughs> but not as a character. <laughs> he is. I mean, he is rocking those shorts. He is. You know? Oh, this yeah. is also when, is it Nikki is like topless stretching out of her window? Oh, yeah, yeah, She yeah. has like a button down shirt over it, so you can't see anything really. And we talked it's, about- a, it's a yeah, pretty it's, sexy it's, stretch. It's stretching and it's like the cartoon morning music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Bobo Lindsey Graham is on the dock like doing those wrist stretches. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have one of those exercise things back in the 80s with like the big spring, you know? Yeah, it's like the 80s version of a shake weight. Yeah. yeah. And he looks yeah. up and he's like, how did they? Good morning. And she's yeah. like, oh, but he's how got dare like- you look at me when I'm stretching out the window? Exactly. And he's got like his workout stance and his workout outfit because he's serious about like burning his wrists out, you know? This movie feels like a fever dream at this point. Because they come downstairs, those two people are outside doing that. Muffy is in the kitchen acting really weird. Yeah, she, she goes, looks like oh, she- oh, I forgot to get dressed. And then she runs upstairs. She looks like By the way, electrocuted. Yeah, she does. By the way, She's fully clothed in this scene. She is. Yeah. <laughs> she's got clothes on. Yeah. And, and she, her hair looks real weird and she's like yeah. dirty and black. Well, yeah. this is well, this is supposed to be when you think this is Buffy, not Muffy. Mm-hmm. Is it? Or when that switch happened. Absolutely. Yes. Oh. Because she's all dirty and her hair's in her face and mm-hmm. yeah. Because the night before she was really like outgoing and fun fancy dinner and, hostess. Yeah. 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 And then like everyone else is like, oh, that was odd. Let's play soccer. Yeah. And so they go out onto the lawn and they're all wearing their weird clothes and just just kicking the soccer ball around and fashion choice Nikki has got these sweatpants that are like five sizes too big and they're like pulled all the way up to her rib cage and rolled down really yeah, and weird. she also has like like a midi shirt top thing. yeah it shows her midriff it's pretty hot like I I'm mean, not yeah, she I'm can pull it. it off but I it like is weird yo Nikki face. could get it yeah yeah she did well, and got it from got a it. flock of sunglasses from crab thing yeah, yeah. crab sex <laughs> <laughs> there's just legs everywhere I'm like, I know these people don't have eight legs together. I honestly guys I want you to go back to that scene, pause it, and count. I think there are five legs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they stole a piece of some appendages off of the mannequin and just like held them out in different positions while they were doing it. Yeah, and then like when they're actually humping, it just looks like two Circus Olay performers are holding each other's ankles and rocking back and forth. Yeah, and but the, not in like a sexy way. There's weird. no way either of them finished in that position. They couldn't. They no. probably pulled muscles. That's why Nikki wasn't playing soccer the next morning. That's right. That's why she's yeah. stretching. She's, she's like, got to ah, walk it off. Yeah. <sighs> 
And then Sad Helen Hunt is sad reading yeah. on the porch, and she doesn't want to. She's uh, really trying to finish Paradise Lost. She wants she to is. find it. She does. She wants to find out what happens at the end of it. Yeah. Um, but she, she's like, I just want to see what Muffy wants to do. But we find out a little bit later that she's sad because she has apparently had an abortion. Yeah. And this crying baby thing is a really fucked up. It's triggered her. Yeah. Does it say abortion or does it say adopted either too? Somebody says abortion later in the movie. I don't remember what they exactly said when they were saying because she gets in a fight with Muffy about it later. She's like, why would you do that? I can't. No, it was right now because she waits for Muffy to be by herself, I think. Yeah. Paradise Lost Chick walks away from the porch and that's when Muffy walks over to her and is like, what's going on? And she's like, fuck you. I had an abortion or whatever. Right. What's with the baby sounds in my room? This is also where the wannabe doctor and his girlfriend goes off to the boathouse and start to boathouse bang. Banging in the boathouse. No, he's he's moping around the boathouse and he's like, I'm never going to be. Oh, and she just straight up grabs his dick. Yeah, she's yeah. like, come with me. And she yeah. like leads him in by dick. Yeah. She knows she's got to pull him together so he can get through medical school. And she knows how to do that. And the whole time mm-hmm. she's like dealing with his emotions. I thought it was a very uh-huh. sweet scene. Instead of him dealing with his own emotions. It Sometimes people can deal with emotions together. You guys are so mean to them. They're the worst. They really are. Anyway, so she lays down and he gets on top of her. She spreads a teeny tiny towel out on the dock and yeah. then they lay down. <laughs> I mean, I guess if... It's not really the dock. They're in the boathouse. They are in the yeah. boathouse, and you can see the water through it. Yes. So it is, I mean, honestly, the boathouse is just on the dock, yeah, but you and it's gotta, like a shack on the dock. Yeah. yeah. But you got to put a towel down. You don't want to get a splinter. That's right. That's actually pretty true. Anyway, so they start having sex, and then, well, I don't, I don't know if they're actually having sex yet, but then Jack from Titanic goes under them <laughs> on the door. Who is actually sad daddy issues Ryan, who died yeah. in the boathouse the night before, and he's yeah. floating on the Titanic door. So Jack from Titanic floats on top of Rose's door underneath the dock like three different times and finally future trophy wife looks over and sees him and goes ah yeah she's the first to see him even though her back is to yeah, him yeah I don't think anybody would have seen him like if I'm making out with somebody it's just not like I'm on a date with much TV well you're just proving why the man wouldn't see him <laughs> but yeah. the woman was bored and she was just looking around you know mm-hmm. I'd be like no it's an otter don't worry about it it's an otter <laughs> anyway so she, so she thinks it is pretty odd and she better yell about it so she screams and they mm-hmm. all go whatever. And so they go in and nobody believes them. They're like, no, he just got really drunk and wandered off. Um, and a lot of them separate to go see if they can find him. Yeah, but, but, but he is his, missing. Yeah, If they see his body under the dock, mm-hmm. where did it vanish to that they can't just be like, oh, it's right there under the dock? Right. Well, like tides and stuff. I don't know. Maybe he fell no, off. No, I mean, the they scream immediately. They start looking immediately. It would yeah. be right there under the dock still. Or like floating a couple of yards off yeah, of the dock. Yeah. Anyway, so it, it vanishes. It does. And then they uh, they go on a search to find him. Yeah, and so, they all split up. Yeah, so Biff goes into the woods. I don't know anyone else goes, but Biff mm-hmm. goes into the woods. I think Biff believes it because he grabs a weapon and goes into the woods. Yeah, he grabs some PVC pipe or whatever. And he puts on some sweatpants, too, which is appropriate because of those jean lace shorts. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't have gone into the woods. No. Okay, so then we have a montage of him just wandering around next to a snake that he doesn't notice. And he must have walked past the snake like three times. I don't know how you don't notice a snake I know. I have a story. It's not a coiled up snake. It's a snake that's like poised up in the air, ready to like bite it. It's like poised, ready to strike. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And so I was jogging in a park and I ran into a snake and it headbutted me in the leg. And How I, big was the snake? You mean it bit you? It, I thought it bit me. I had to go to an emergency room because I thought it bit me. But also, I ran so fast after it headbutted me, I tore my calf muscle. But, <laughs> and then I fell down a bunch of rocks and was bleeding. 
<laughs> so I wandered. I would limp into the emergency. I had to walk like a mile out of the trail because I'm like trail jogging because I was like trying, yeah. trying to be skinny. Uh, and I, I called my mom and I was like, what's it feel like to be bit by a snake? Because my mom's a nurse. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, go to the emergency room. So I pay a thousand dollars for a doctor to be like, yeah, you weren't bitten by a snake. Thanks. Yeah, here's you a got a skin knee. <laughs> Holy Here you go. Shit. Here's a Band-Aid. Yeah. My, yeah. And my calf muscle is still deformed from this day. Was the snake like, April Fool's? <laughs> <laughs> nice. But he steps in a lasso thing and gets like hauled upside yeah, it's like down. A, it's like a lasso trap for your foot. The plan was not for him to be lasso trapped on top of a snake. The snake just happened to show up. Yeah. And yeah. then we see feet walk over, kick the snake out of the way, yeah. and then walk up to Biff. Biff sort of has this strange reaction Ooh. where it looks like he creams his jeans, mm-hmm. and then it cuts away to somebody else. Maybe yeah. just really like snakes. Oh, kick that snake some more. Every time we see these feet Don't walking up, stop. I <laughs> I imagine that it's like Muffy walking up and saying April Fools or something. This is when she's revealing, hey, you got killed off. Oh, You're I think so too. Part of I the think joke. so too because they showed the legs and they're definitely not female legs. Mm, I think they but it could have been her uh, uncle shoes, or whatever. Really. Yeah, it could have been. Because at this point, there are a few people in on it. Yeah, or maybe it's Eyeball Man who's not actually in the hospital. So then they all go back to the house and they're trying to call the police and they can't find Biff now and it takes forever for them to dial and they finally get through to the police and he said I think this is when he says don't trust Muffy oh does he say that on the phone I think so. Okay, and so then the next thing we have is the well scene. So they're going in, and Muffy's just acting really weird. Um, she looks, she's acting like Nell from that movie Nell. She looks like she's been depressed in her bedroom for three years. Yeah, it looked like somebody who has not seen. Yeah, but this is, we're supposed to we're, we're supposed to think that this is Buffy. Yes, yeah, Muffy. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, the, but she's acting differently. And so then there, the red water starts coming out of the faucet, and she's like, Oh, oh it's just muddy water. Yeah, yeah. She's like, Oh, the water must be out. It happens sometimes. Luckily. We've we got a well. a well. Yeah. Lindsey Graham and... Um, Bobo Lindsey Graham. Oh, pardon me. Bobo Lindsey Graham and Fashion Choices Nikki go to the well. Cleopatra Nikki? And she's I like, got many Nicky. I like this part because she walks up to him and she's like, oh, the well's like a real well? Yeah. yeah. Like, what did you think it was? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a water well. There's only like four things it could be. All of them look the same. It's It's, a well. It's a gross well, though. I don't want to do anything with the water in this well. No. No. Anyway, so Bubble Lindsey Graham goes to put the bucket in. After he's like, I'd really like to court you, ma'am. Yeah, because uh-huh. you know, like two people being missing is the perfect time to hit on someone. Yeah. yeah. I'd probably do it, so I can't. I'm going to be a senator one day. I get it. Uh, anyway, so he drops the bucket down there, but realizes it's not tied to the mm-hmm. rope. So the bucket goes down there, and then he drops the flashlight she down there, too. She drops the flashlight like, Oh, she did. Like, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. I do declare I've dropped the bucket. Mm-hmm. Please pass the flash torch. And, oh, <laughs> the flash torch. She, <laughs> she drops in, and he's like, oh, no, nah, the flash torch is down in the well. And then Nikki's like, I'll go down the well. It's fine. And he's yeah. like, why would you do this? And that's what we all were saying, too. He's like, you don't need to do that. We could just go back to the house. Yeah. This is yeah. so dumb. We're out. We're, there's a lake here. We can get water from the lake. Yeah, we've, we don't need water right now that much. Yeah. And she's like, fuck you. I'm going down. <laughs> yeah. I have to prove that I'm an independent woman and can do it. And she does. And she falls because one of these like steps or whatever rings, they're called. Rings of the ladder. One of the rings of the ladder falls out and she falls all the way into the well. And this is where we start to see two heads mm-hmm. and a full-on body yeah. in the well. And not think connected. It's supposed to be Biff's head. Yeah, this is not the thing. It's I think it's supposed to be Biff's head and somebody else's head and sad cardigan Helen Hunt's yeah. body. And I turned to Todd and Jen. I was like, 
When did all these people die? Are they right. All dead we need to yeah. see. Biff is the only one that we think. Oh, and it's Ryan. Sad daddy issues. Ryan. Yes, I but think. just his head. So who they had to yeah. remove the head from the body and then throw it in the well? It's a right. lot of work. It's yeah, a where's lot the of body? Work. We find out that none of this is real, right? It's all right. like fake head. So yeah. we find out that I bet that was real Ryan in makeup under the dock, and yeah. then they just threw a, a fake version of his head down in the well. Okay, so this is really the only part of the movie that made me uncomfortable. Me too. Because I really don't like being in gross water where I don't like murky water. It's sort of like the re- ring. It is exactly Ugh. like the ring. It makes me really... Except no hot Naomi Watts. Right. Yeah, there you go. So and, hot. But yeah, it is really uncomfortable and it's suspenseful because for a while we don't know if they're going to be able to get out. And I was like, well, maybe they'll just cap the well off and they'll have to just stay down there forever until they die. And Bobo Lindsey Graham is freaking out up top. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to go grab a hose and not realize that the, the hose was too short for the well and uh-huh. then just get jerked back like in the movie The Ring. I love that scene <laughs> that in The Ring. That was so funny. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, none of that happened. He just freaks out no, like a like, senator like, from North oh, Carolina. Just grab onto the ladder. Don't ignore the bodies. And yeah. He's like, help, guys, help. And then oh, uh, he's like, I don't guess I'll go down there. Yeah, he eventually goes in there and helps her get out of there. But And so yeah. they're all back at the house, and they're, t- they're trying to figure out what's going to happen. And they think maybe it's fairy revenge from when the guy got squashed by the boat. Yeah, which they one, had anything to do with that. Yeah, they did, it was 1,000% the boat captain's fault. It was, yeah. But that's the only thing they can figure out, because there's no reason for any of this yeah, to like, be happening that they can tell. Even this transitions to the worst slumber party ever. Well, this is when they actually call the constable in the hospital. He says, don't trust Muffy. You've got to all stay together. He also says that it can't be that guy who had his eye pop out. Oh, yeah. It because can't be I've been with man. him at the hospital the whole time. It can't right. be him. He's still getting fitted for his eye patch. I'm right. keeping an eye on him. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> um, okay. So then they say to stay together and they kind of get mad at each other. And- <laughs> they stay together for approximately seven minutes. I know. And yeah. almost immediately Everybody splits up. Yeah, everyone's like, like sitting inside. It's like we should all stay together. And then like one guy just turns to the next guy. And he's like, "You're a total fucking asshole." Yeah, I'm going upstairs. I'm <laughs> done with us. You're like, what is that going escalated on quickly? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then so, everybody cusses each other out. They're like, "We'll just go to our rooms." Right. Sad doctor and future trophy wife. I think go up to the attic to try to look out on the dock and see if they can see boat lights to see if the constable's coming in the boat. That's where I would have taken the whole group. I'm like, we could go to the attic. There's only one entrance. It's hard to get up. We could defend ourselves and we could all keep an eye on each all other. All of us get outnumbered. The one person who's trying to kill us. I know Absolutely. we're all kind of mad at each other right now. It's that time in the spring break where we all get kind of mad at each other, but we need to just like, pull it together for just for the night. Mm-hmm. Suck it up. Yeah, but Glasses and uh, Nikki start fighting, and she's ready to go. And I mean, I can understand she's been traumatized by this well incident, which would freak me out. So she wants to go. They're fighting. I think he kind of wants to have sex again. He's basically telling them, don't be... Of course be he his- does, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. She's, he's saying, don't be hysterical. Calm down. You're not dead. Other people are dead, but you're not dead um, and then he finds this bondage mask and puts it over his face and is like hoo, 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 look, let's yeah, try he, something different tonight his look. strategy tonight not, he's like I know you're not doing well ah, he, uh, he's like I'm gonna put on this bondage mask don't you wanna have sex now and she's like no no, no absolutely I not I don't this is the worst day of my life and this yeah. is when she walks out of the room and you see the window blow mm-hmm. or the I guess the curtains blow yeah and then when she comes back he's still wearing the bondage mask he's still. not breathing and he's got his hands over his crotch and he's still and she sits on the bed and she's talking to him. Um, and then she moves his hand and sees like a bloody hole where his penis would be. And we really don't see much. So it's the implication that he has gotten penised off to death. Penised off. There wasn't enough blood for that. I know from current events back in the 90s that you can lose your penis and have it missing for hours and then have it reattached and be fine. Yeah. If you stop the blood flow, you probably wouldn't bleed. There just out. wasn't enough blood for him to be dead from that. No, not at all. Because he's not really dead from it. 
it. So she comes Ugh. back in. She realizes that he's been penis off, and the door slowly opens behind her. And she says, <gasps> and then it cuts to upstairs. Awful doctor couple. We don't see any violence. In this I'm sorry. Film. When we she don't. says penis off, I just thought of a face off, but where John Travolta and Nicolas Cage have to trade penises for some reason. And that's all I can think about. Okay. Then terrible doctor couple is upstairs talking about how weird Muffy is. And this is when they find the Barbie crime scene. Oh, that's right. That are staged up in the it's attic. ridiculous. Yeah. And for some reason, all the male Barbies have a mustache and none of the characters have mustaches. Yeah. And they all have the same hair. So um, we've got several of the Barbies just lined up like normal. And these are the Barbies from fancy dinner prank party at the beginning. Yeah. So that way, you know, they're tied to each one of them individually. Right. And then they all died. So they yeah. show the way they died. Because there's a little bowl that's supposed to be the well and a lady Barbie and then two heads floating. <laughs> and then there's a bed right next to oh it. It is. I yeah. know with like a brown blanket in it that's supposed to be water. And then we see a Barbie bed with a bloody couple on top and we pick it up. And, and this is when we see that these are like homemade Barbies because their faces look all weird. And they think, who can this be? Because they don't know those two people are dead. So then they go downstairs and they go into Nikki and Flock of Sunglasses room and they we just see blood dripping on the on floor. The floor yeah. yeah. And then they say, <gasps> they scream dramatically. They do. Okay. So then there's two long section of them both just kind of creeping around a dark room. And I kept expecting something to happen and nothing happened. Like a door slowly closed and then the the doorknob comes off and then a door back behind opens and she walks through it and I thought it was a closet but it wasn't. And then she just kind of wanders <laughs> into another room and it's dark. It's a long scene that's It's a long scene where nothing out. happens. Is I what can't I believe exactly. we checked our phones at this moment. Yeah. No, I, I feel, know. You're I feel so bad for checking out during a boring scene. <laughs> but I'll say this. At the end of this, that's where they find Buffy's clothes, right? No, this oh, is when they no. find they find the um, couple was like, "Let's get out of here. Let's just go to the boat and get out of here." No, this is when they find Bobo Lindsay Graham, no, like hogtie hanging from the door frame. Oh, that's he, right. He says go, and they're like, "We can't leave Muffy. Let's go to Muffy's room." They bang on it, open the door, and then uh, he's dead. There has been another murder. <laughs> but he, yeah, he's hanging from the door frame. They were like, remember when we almost had sex there, but we found a dead body? Break, break, woo! They go to relive their romantic encounter. Um, so they go and they're going to take the other boat that's still there. And then I think at one point they're like, screw Muffy, let's go. They, yeah. Which, but that's exactly what I would do. Oh, and, yeah. And the, the second someone died, I'm like, hey, I'm out forever. I'm never talking to any of you guys again mm -hmm. because I've heard up, the premise of I know what me. you did last summer. No, it was like if four people are missing, if four people are there, like, we should just leave them. Yes. They're probably hiding somewhere. This is Muffy's island. She'll be fine. Yeah. She knows where all the hiding spots are. Also, she's probably the killer. So they find the boat. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's like there's some unopened mail on the boat and so they open it and that's where they find this letter saying it's that... It's like a letter from like a doctor at an asylum or something? Yeah, somebody's been in an asylum for three years and don't trust them and I'm not sure why this is on the boat, but they find it and they read it. Because what you do here. when you're trying to escape an island really fast. Open the mail. Right. You well. commit a federal offense. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a clue in that mail. <laughs> and they do say Muffy couldn't have been in an asylum Muffy was at Vassar. Dum, dum, dum. It is dum, dum, dum. Yes. So then they try to get on the boat, but there's no keys. And I was like, just get away from the dock. Well, yeah. and, that, and that's when Dumb's wannabe doctor says, the key's in the kitchen. We got to go back in the house. And she's like, no, I don't want to go back in the house. He's like, listen, we got to go. Yeah. It's for your own good. I know I'm not 
be that silly anymore. Yeah. yeah. And she wants him to make him feel like he's the man in the relationship. So she pretends that it was his idea to get the keys when it's the most obvious thing that they could have done. And in all fairness, it was his idea. So they go back into the house. <laughs> God, he's going to be a great doctor. <laughs> so they go back into the house and this is where they see Muffy. Yeah. Who they think is Muffy. They grass creep back to the house and they see the open basement door oh, that yeah, we have seen basement. Muffy yes. prop open at the very beginning. And they go in the basement and this is when they see the burnt clothes. Mm-hmm. Just like she wanted. And they see to. like, you know Those how like, Muffy's clothes burned in the furnace. And you know how they use, like on door frames of like measure people's heights or whatever. Uh-huh. They had that in the basement for Muffy and Buffy. M and B yeah. forever. Yeah. And little like hearts and crosses. Yeah. Indicating that there is a twin. Yes. And uh, did they ever say Buffy? It does say the word Buffy. It does on the wall. Yes. Yeah. Well, and we kept, because of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, we had called her Buffy the entire movie. So this was a little bit confusing. At this point, we all hated the film. I didn't. I did. <laughs> but I had said earlier, maybe she has an evil twin, like facetiously, and that's what ends up happening. So she's got an evil twin, but this is when Buffy nails the window shut. Yeah, we don't see her yet. Yeah. Uh, sorry, they don't see her they yet. They don't see her yet. But- we see her, and then they go upstairs to the kitchen to get the mm-hmm. key, and they see her outside the door, like so shaking the door. So why was she nailing the window shut? So they couldn't get out. Yeah. So they had to go through the kitchen? Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, I would be a terrible murderer, because it would take me forever to nail a window shut. I'd be like, you know what you can't do quietly? Nail anything. Damn right. Ladies. <laughs> okay, so she nails them in and then she tries, she does the thing from Suspiria where she puts the knife through the, and she tries to unlock the door with the knife. Oh, um, this is when they're up in the kitchen though. Yes, yeah. yeah. And she's got this giant knife and she's trying to get in the door and they're just running around screaming. Screaming their heads off, mm-hmm. yeah. And he's like, where's the goddamn key? And yeah. she... <laughs> <laughs> they're really scared. Yeah, they yeah. are. So, they get separated at some point and he's just in like the mud room. He gets like locked in the pantry or something. Yes, and he's just like flailing around screaming he's for like, lady. I don't know his girlfriend's name. He's like telling his girlfriend he loves her. I like, love you. He don't thinks die. she's dying. Yeah. yeah. And, but, and he's trying to get out. Yeah, did that tell you that that's sincere at that point? Because he's got a lot of emotion about her being oh, yeah. in danger. No, I believe that they really care about each other. Oh, I yeah. just am super annoyed by them. But so she is being chased. She is the one. <laughs> she's being chased chased by Buffy now with the big knife and she's backing up and about to get stabbed and I mean Buffy does look a little bit creepy at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah when she jumps onto the table mm-hmm. that was a creepy moment. She looks she more of the flies version of yes. Buffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she goes and she's about to stab her and she stabs right in the door and it opens these sliding doors and she walks back in and this was a little weird because I expected everybody to say April Fools but they don't. She just sees everybody and it's like they're in a tableau and they're like just reading a magazine and nobody's really talking or moving very much they're just drinking or you know yeah. shaking their glass but you it's know? everybody that we thought had died they're all the characters are just sitting in this living room and then she turns back and finally muffy's like <laughs> and she shows him that it's a trick knife and then she's like april, april fools. fools yeah meanwhile boyfriend is still screaming he's still begging his dude yeah. he's in there please don't he's die. in there for a while so they're explaining to the doctor's wannabe doctor's girlfriend about what it is and then like two minutes into that they cut back to him and he's still yelling mm-hmm. and we see the guy with the pop out eye in eyeball. the room with him yeah. yeah comes up and creeps behind him and then peels the eyeball thing off of his well, own face punches in the fa- in the fake eyeball yeah he does yeah but it's padded by the eyeball and then he peels the eyeball off it of is. his face and sticks it onto a doctor and he's still screaming he gets out of the pantry or wherever he's stuck 
and he runs into the um, I don't know smoking room or whatever yeah, it is that there's the parlor. I don't know. I'm not that. I don't have those kind of problems. I don't right. have I own my own island problems. So they run right. into that room, <laughs> and that's when he realizes it was an April Fool's joke, mm-hmm. and then he desperately needs better friends. Yeah, the, they oh, all yeah, do. Him and his girlfriend sit down. So the whole plot comes out. Muffy's like, "See, I was going to inherit this house, but I needed to prove to my dad that I can make it profitable. So what I'm right. going to do is trick people like you. And they're have a murder mystery weekend, mm-hmm. and they sit on the couch and they're like, "Okay, well, fuck all of you guys, yes. right? And then you're the worst." Yeah, and then we find out that Skip was really her twin brother. So she really does have a twin. Which makes, it, it didn't need to, yeah, he could have just that been That did cousin. not need to be matter. in there. Yeah, because the S, the S is not the other letter. <laughs> it can have B and S. That was M and fake. S. Yeah, they faked that. But yeah. it would have been better if it was his name, and then they wouldn't have had to fake it. It would have been a real height <laughs> She had unrelated people come and stand so she could measure <laughs> yeah, their heights. <laughs> That made no, nothing makes any sense at all. Like, if if that was my group of friends, I would have I, I would have like fought everybody immediately. I would have just got up and left and never talked to any of them again. I would have punched someone. I don't know. I think it would be kind of fun. What to, to have it happen to you? I don't know. It'd be fun to be in on it. It would yes. not be fun to be out on it. I don't right. think I could be in on it because I'd be like, I would watch them being terrified. I'm like, guys, we've we've gone too far. Yeah, this yeah, is they're a little definitely going to need therapy. It's one thing if you are at an actual murder mystery thing and you've signed up for it and you expect something is going to happen, or like if your spouse has and you know there's going to be somebody who's like a safe person, but like one of these people could have easily killed somebody else. Yes, out of like self defense stuff. Yeah, my ex girlfriend had cheated on me. Took me to her murder mystery like dinner party. It was a lot of fun. Was it fun? I always wanted. I to go I've always wanted to do one of those. We should go. Yeah. We should all go together. It's the person you most medium suspect. That's who the murderer is. Okay, so they're talking. She actually contacted them and sent them a picture of me. Uh-huh. So the guy who died had a picture of me on his body. So really? I was like one of the suspects. There were people at our table who thought I was the murderer. Oh really? Oh yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> did it was they know awesome. about the picture, or did they just like in general thought you? They also been the they, they didn't know about the picture, but they also didn't know she was cheating on me. Oh yeah. Did you know uh, she was cheating on you? Not at that point. No. Mm. Was there a picture of someone else in her pocket? Probably. Okay, so they are explaining the murder mystery, and that's when all of the boat people start showing up, and Eyeball Squash Man is actually like a makeup artist. Yes. And he's created these fake heads. But the the boat captain was the real boat captain. Yes, he was. That the rich people have allowed to hang out with him now, and he got invited to their party because he pretended. Like, we don't even need this explanation, and they go yeah. on about this for like ten minutes. And the constable yeah. is his uncle. Yeah, her uncle. Yeah. So she's explaining everything, and they're slowly kind of starting to be okay with it, and like, eh, yeah, you got me. And then they just have weird champagne head dancing because they've got these fake heads, and one guy keeps like putting it's it on the heads his that were in the. Um, the it well. was yeah, and they're all just pouring champagne all over each other and dancing with these heads and like pretending to make out and it's too uh what's the song it's not you're making my dreams come true but it's that type of song you know yeah, it's like 80s montage music and it's right like, it's like everybody's weird. happy now but like uh, weirdly if this like, happened like, in the early 2000s it would have been semi-charm kind of life yes it's that type of song <laughs> mm-hmm. yes because everybody's pouring champagne way, on everybody go back and read the lyrics to semi-charm kind of life it's super dirty and it's like in 27 dresses like it's like the most like pg movies but it's just like the dude it's just like that part mm-hmm. but the verses are like about doing meth and getting oral sex and coming on this chick's face and then doing coke those Gross. are the verses yeah just it's ruined that song awesome. for me yeah. so great I love that song that that <laughs> album by Third Eye Blind was amazing oh yeah it's their Pearl Jam they're one 10. of my favorite bands alright so the next thing we see is Drunk Muffy up in her room there's yeah. a gift 
gift on her bed and she goes and opens there's it. There's a gift on her bed? There's a gift in the box, girl. And it is a box. It's a jack in the box. It's a jack in the box. And she's not sure what's going to happen when she starts playing she's with like, it. Oh, that's that's how it always goes, Jen. Sometimes you're just not sure what's going to happen when you start playing with it. Sometimes yeah. big, sometimes small. Sometimes you're going to get shot down. <laughs> I don't want to be in the business. Sometimes she's going to leave her where it lies. <laughs> I love you, Mikey. Please go on, Jen. <laughs> so she's playing with the music box, right? Yeah, she's playing with the music box, and she's shit-faced, and her champagne has fallen over and is just spilling all over the floor. And so the jack-in-the-box opens, and right when it does, Helen Hunt, who's now dressed like a spy, just shows up and slits her throat from right behind, and then immediately turns around and gives her a little, like, a winky-blinky, like April it was all a Exactly. Which, taste your own medicine, man. That's what it's this like. This is the worst group of friends I've ever seen. Because, like, some of them didn't even know each other. So I've been, like, that one person who didn't know the rest. I'd be like, I didn't have anything to do. And, like, yeah. I want to tell you what, this is the worst fucking trip I've ever been on. Yeah, yeah not Fuck cool, guys. guys. But this is 1,000% a, a group of people that n- have never had to worry about consequences. Yep. Because, like, they just leave their champagne spilling onto the floor because mm-hmm. it's someone else's problem to clean up. Exactly. I they just fake their own death. I everyone in this movie. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. My doctor and his girlfriend are probably like, we are never hanging out with these people again. We came up from the streets. We are from the gritty streets of Martha's Vineyard. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and so then we see the big reveal of this is that it's not a weird monster. It's like just a clown, like a normal happy clown. And then credits. So the and whole that's the, the movie. movie. April Fools. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I didn't hate this movie. It is a fun movie to watch and make fun of. It's like one of those 80s, like, let's make fun of this movie while we watch it together sort of a thing. Yeah, like Mystery Science Theater. But definitely talk through this with your friends. Oh, yeah. This is a great background or party movie. Absolutely. Let's do box office. Box office. office. So the production budget for this movie was $5 million. It actually made money. It made almost $13 million Well, they really didn't have to show any kinds of effects, too. So they probably saved a lot of money That's very true, yeah. But it made $13 million nice. in the theaters. That's the worst April Fool's joke of them all. Like if I went to that movie, I'd been like, this movie sucks. I don't know that it was intending to be scary because it is just sort of a funny, silly movie. I think it's supposed to be an April Fool's joke kind of movie. Like yeah. the jokes and on I think you they were not. Pull that off. I think they do too. Yeah. As you're watching, because you guys were both like, I hate this movie. This movie is terrible, but you've kind of come around on it a little bit. You know? Oh, I-, I think it's a movie you'd want to watch with your friends and make fun of it while you're watching yeah. it. Sure. And it's like, once you get over the fact that somebody got you with their April Fool's joke, you can kind of sit back and say, yeah, I enjoyed it a little bit. Yeah. And I I knew what was going to happen. I kind of knew what was going to happen. So as I was watching it, I could kind of let some of that go. Do you guys do April Fool's jokes? No. Nah, not really. I don't either. I mean, I I just don't have the time, man. I yeah. got, I'm busy. But yeah, let's do Jen's Fun Facts. Okay, Jen's Jen, Fun Facts. Jen's Fun Facts. Okay, so this movie was, is a Canadian movie. It's an American-Canadian movie, and I think most of it was filmed in Is Canada. it safe to say it's a North American movie? <laughs> it is safe to say that. It's a Mexican-American-Canadian movie. Listen, this movie was made by the council at NAFTA. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this used to air late at night a lot and it kind of became a cult classic because it was one of those movies that was just on TV a lot. Same mm-hmm. thing happened with It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. And so the copyright then, ran out so it was free to play on TV so they just played it all the time. Right. And that's Night of the Living Dead. The copyright, there were copyright issues with that. So it's one of those movies. I didn't know that. And back when there were only limited channels and you couldn't just watch whatever you wanted anytime, like right. you kind of just have the TV on and the watch what ages. was on. And so this movie was just playing all the 
time. And it's, I think it's like kind of like a comfort horror movie. You know, it's not really very scary. You could it's just not watch, scary. It. Yeah. Yeah. watch it while you're doing your homework or something, you know? So I could see that it getting a cult following. So the I Hate My Daddy guy is Griffin O'Neill. Do you guys know who he is? No. no. Okay. Do you know who Tatum O'Neill is? I do know who Tatum O'Neill is. It's, the name is familiar. It's his brother. How do I know Tatum O'Neill? She was in Paper Moon with her dad, um, somebody O'Neill, who was, I think Ryan O'Neill was her dad, but he was in Love Story. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because Griffin O'Neill, it's ironic because there's a scene where he accidentally dies on the boat dock and there's somebody who gets in a boating accident. Uh-oh. Griffin O'Neill had a drug-induced accident on a boat that killed Francis Ford Coppola's son, oh, uh, Giancarlo God. Coppola. This fact isn't fun at all. And that's why we don't really know him, because he didn't do very much after that. Because Yeah, I'm pretty sure Francis Ford Coppola is the kind of guy who can tank your acting career if yeah. you kill his son. Yes, and I don't know a whole lot of details of that story. So <laughs> this was loosely based on the Agatha Christie novel, and then there were none, which is controversial also titled 10 Little Indians, but we're going to say, and then there were none, which is like people disappearing one by one at a dinner party. So loosely based on that. Okay. So my last fun fact. The last fun fact were already there. Yeah. There's not a ton of fun facts. There wasn't a whole lot of research. It is an older movie. It's hard to find. It is. And it's not a huge one, but yeah. Okay. So the, there is a novelization of this movie. What? (laughs) And why? The (laughs) novel, it might be on audible. Yeah. Um, The novelization is, tells the full story of this movie because the original ending Jesus I can't believe this oh my god Go there ahead. is and I can't decide which one I would have liked better the original ending of this story is after everything has happened the next day they're pranking Muffy out of revenge for all the shit that she did yeah, to Yeah, absolutely. And then Skip tries to actually kill Muffy. And Rob, I can't remember Which who, one's Skip? Skip Skip's is, her brother. hates the dad, yeah. Her twin brother. Yes, and Rob, not sure who that is, jumps <laughs> in and tries to kill, and accidentally kills Skip for real. So the ending of it is much darker, and I think I kind of would have liked that better. Yeah, that makes no. way more sense. No, all of this is real stupid. <laughs> yeah, but at the, at the part where they're like, it was all a prank. I think 14 people should have just gone to a big brawl and like seven people died. Well, but I feel like that movie has been made and I can't really think of it, but in the early 2000s I feel like there were movies where like, oh it's all a big joke and then people start actually dying for real. Um, but this is, they just cut that part out because they wanted it to be a more uplifting ending. That's the original ending. If anybody wants to read that book and tell us what actually happens in it, I'd be interested. Yeah, so those are my fun facts. Those are my fun facts. So fun. So let's do Scary Scale, Jen. Yep. Scary Scale. What's a um, scary scale, Jen? Listeners, our scary scale is how we rank <laughs> how scared we were by this movie. It's not a ranking of the quality of the movie. It's how scared we were when we watched it today. Our one example is Ghostbusters, and our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Todd, now you have said earlier yes. that this is not a one for you. It's not. It's barely a two. Like, it's not scary, but that well scene is a little eerie, assuming that that's actually two dead heads and a dead body. Mm-hmm. But it's not. And it's not scary. Like, it's not super scary. This was not a bad movie for me to watch. 
Yeah, the well scene got me too. It made me really uncomfortable. Uh, Mikey, what are you giving it? A one. A one. Okay, Mikey's giving it a no one. No surprise. I, I'm going to give it a two also, just because the well scene made me super uncomfortable. And when Buffy's running around stabbing, even though I knew that she was, that was all bullshit, it still kind of creeped me out a little bit. So so this week, you guys made me watch the classic April Fool's Day. <laughs> yeah. What are you guys making me watch next week? Okay, this is kind of a movie that I've been dreading. We are going to go see the remake of Pet Cemetery. Oh, no. Is that next week? That's next so, week. Do we need to buy tickets? Oh, I'm excited. Oh, my God. So this is one of those movies that I watched, that sleepover party that really ruined me. The mm-hmm. Omen, the original Omen and the original Pet Cemetery. So I do not want to watch this movie at all. This movie just really upsets me. The original movie, the story, the book really upsets me. It looks like, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what it, it I'm actually is. Really like. I think it's going to be fun. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to cry. So I know you're going to cry. Oh, I know. Yeah. I might actually cry during the podcast, but I'll try to hold it together. We should invite the Facebook group to see if they want to come. We should. That would be cool. Yeah. You think they'll buy me popcorn? No. Buy your own popcorn. Yeah. Don't eat stranger popcorn. popcorn. I might buy you some popcorn. Yeah. Die, Mr. Piv. I'm out. Yeah. Too far, Mike. You sent me a picture of you drinking it. They don't have Diet Dr. Pepper. I had to slum it with a Mr. Diet Pib. Look, just because you're... Why couldn't he stay in a doctor school? Why? why? <laughs> he was <laughs> like the guy silly. in this movie. He yeah. was too silly to get his PhD. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So we are a member of the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Make sure you check out all the podcasts on their network, which are the Modern Horrors Podcast, Death, Dying, and Other Things, and the Final Girls Podcast. And if you're listening to us in their feed, listen to us in our feed, because you get the episode two days earlier in our Make feed. Make your Mondays better. Yeah. Yeah, guys, we're just trying to help you start off your week we much are. better. With a laugh. With a laugh and a scream. Yeah. Usually for me. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> if you want to follow Jen on socials, she's at Jen Ferratu on Instagram and yes. Twitter. If you still want to follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey is mrandolph24 on Instagram and Twitter, and I am at Todd J. Awesome on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, join our Facebook group. It's growing every day, and it's a lot of fun. We do questions of the day, and we just honestly have a lot of great conversations there about a lot of it's horror related but some of it's not like we did like a whole pets of the horror family thread on there that was really yeah, I great I kept posting pictures of my dog I was like I'm sorry I've got to stop she's so cute she takes such good pictures she does but she is insane but she's very cute anyway so join the Facebook group yeah I hate Facebook but this group is fun this is the only thing I use Facebook for me too we've been reading some uh, listener reviews but if you send us an email we might read your email in an episode also yeah, and kind of answer mail. yeah, yeah. you awesome. know how good of a reader I am I am. I'm ready to do it some more. <laughs> yeah, give him a longer thing to read. <laughs> yeah. We may have to, at some point, get a phone line they can call into so that we don't have to have Mikey reading it. Like, <laughs> I need an audible for viewer mail. Yeah. <laughs> How painful is this? Oh. You can email us at info at horrorvirgin.com. Yes. And if you want to talk about Stephen King, you can email me at jimferatu at gmail.com. So, guys, make sure you check out our website <laughs> at horrorvirgin.com. You have links to our merch there, our merch store, and, of yeah. course, the blogs up there. And Jen writes all the blog. So you'll be able to read all of her awesome articles and yeah. link to our merch store. And just whatever you want to do, you can do there. Yeah, and guys, if you want to help support the show monetarily, we'd really appreciate that. Just go to patreon.com slash horror virgin and sign up there. There's a lot of great levels, a lot of great content for every one of those levels. And honestly, if you can't afford to pay us every month. If you can't support us through Patreon, just supporting us like through downloads, telling people about the yeah. show, list, leaving reviews. Honestly, just downloading. That is a huge help. <laughs> I can't believe people listen to this podcast as much as they do. We're blown away by how many people actually have joined the community. Mm-hmm. In the past, we've only been doing this like 70 months. So I it's know. insane that yeah, we've grown too. as much
much as we have. Welcome <laughs> to the show, Mikey. But yeah, like hundred percent. I'm so blown away by how much we grow every month that we I could know. not be doing that without you guys. Yeah. So we really, really appreciate it. Thank you, new Spotify listeners too. We're growing there. It's really oh, cool. Yeah, that's insane. I know. Yeah, so that's gonna do it from us. I hope everybody had a fantastic April Fool's Day. I hope you didn't send any uh, fake pregnancy tests to anyone. Oh, hope that's you didn't not fake funny. your death. Friends to your island and your murder fake island all murders and stuff. And I mean, I guess if you did, write us an email and tell us about it. Yeah, tell us how it went. Yeah, how'd it go? <laughs> do you still have friends? <laughs> yeah. So I'm Jen. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin Todd, guys. Mwah-ha-ha-ha. Have a great week. Bye. Nerds.